section seventeen of the crime of sylvestre bonnard by anatole france this librivox recording is in the public domain chapter four the little st george april sixteen saint jocovius and the early abbots of saint germain des prés have been occupying me for the past forty years but i do not know if i shall be able to write their history before i go to join them it is already quite a long time since i became an old man one day last year on the pont des arts one of my fellow-members of the institute was lamenting before me over the ennui of becoming old still saint beuve replied to him it is the only way that has yet been found of living a long time i have tried this way and i know just what it is worth the trouble of it is not that one lasts too long but that one sees all about him pass away mother wife friends children nature makes and unmakes all these divine treasures with gloomy indifference and at last we find that we have not loved we have only been embracing shadows but how sweet some shadows are if ever creature glided like a shadow through the life of a man it was certainly that young girl whom i fell in love with when incredible though it now seems i was myself a youth a christian sarcophagus from the catacombs of rome bears a formula of imprecation the whole terrible meaning of which i only learned with time it says whatsoever impious man violates this sepulchre may he die the last of his own people in my capacity of archaeologist i have opened tombs and disturbed ashes in order to collect the shreds of apparel metal ornaments or gems that were mingled with those ashes but i did it only through that scientific curiosity which does not exclude feelings of reverence and of piety may that malediction graven by some one of the first followers of the apostles upon a martyr's tomb never fall upon me i ought not to fear to survive my own people so long as there are men in the world for there are always some whom one can love but the power of love itself weakens and gradually becomes lost with age like all the other energies of man example proves it and it is this which terrifies me am i sure that i have not myself already suffered this great loss i should surely have felt it but for the happy meeting which has rejuvenated me poets speak of the fountain of youth it does exist it gushes up from the earth at every step we take and one passes by without drinking of it the young girl i loved married of her own choice to a rival passed all gray-haired into the eternal rest i have found her daughter so that my life which before seemed to me without utility now once more finds a purpose and a reason for being to-day i take the sun as they say in provence i take it on the terrace of the luxembourg at the foot of the statue of marguerite de navarre it is a spring sun intoxicating as young wine i sit and dream my thoughts escape from my head like the foam from a bottle of beer they are light and their fizzing amuses me i dream such a pastime is certainly permissible to an old fellow who has published thirty volumes of texts and contributed to the journal des savants for twenty-six years i have the satisfaction of feeling that i perform my task as well as it was possible for me to do and that i utilized to their fullest extent those mediocre faculties with which nature endowed me 
my efforts were not all in vain and i have contributed in my own modest way to that renaissance of historical labours which will remain the honour of this restless century i shall certainly be counted among those ten or twelve who reveal to france her own literary antiquities my publication of the poetical works of gautier de quincy inaugurated a judicious system and fixed a date it is in the austere calm of old age that i decree to myself this deserved credit and god who sees my heart knows whether pride or vanity have aught to do with this self-award of justice but i am tired my eyes are dim my hand trembles and i see an image of myself in those old men of homer whose weakness excluded them from the battle and who seated upon the ramparts lifted up their voices like crickets among the leaves so my thoughts were wandering when three young men seated themselves near me i do not know whether each one of them had come in three boats like the monkey of la fontaine but the three certainly displayed themselves over the space of twelve chairs i took pleasure in watching them not because they had anything very extraordinary about them but because i discerned in them that brave joyous manner which is natural to youth they were from the schools i was less assured of it by the books they were carrying than by the character of their physiognomy for all who busy themselves with the things of the mind can be at once recognised by an indescribably something which is common to all of them i am very fond of young people and these please me in spite of a certain provoking wild manner which recalled to me my own college days with marvellous vividness but they did not wear velvet doublets and long hair as we used to do they did not walk about as we used to do hell and malediction they were quite properly dressed and neither their costume nor their language had anything suggestive of the middle ages i must also add that they paid considerable attention to the women passing on the terrace and expressed their admiration of some of them in very animated language but their reflections even on this subject were not of a character to oblige me to flee from my seat besides so long as youth is studious i think it has a right to its gaieties one of them having made some gallant pleasantry which i forget the smallest and darkest of the three exclaimed with a slight gascon accent what a thing to say only physiologists like us have any right to occupy ourselves about living matter as for you Gélie, who only live in the past like all your fellow archivists and paleographers you will do better to confine yourself to those stone women over there who are your contemporaries and he pointed to the statues of the ladies of ancient france which towered up all white in a half-circle under the trees of the terrace this joke though in itself trifling enabled me to know that the young man called Jolie was a student at the ecole des chartes from the conversation which followed i was able to learn that his neighbour blonde and wan almost to diaphaneity taciturn and sarcastic was Boumier a fellow-student Jaylee and the future doctor i hope he will become one some day discoursed together with much fantasy and spirit in the midst of the loftiest speculations they would play upon words and make jokes after the peculiar fashion of really witty persons that is to say in a style of enormous absurdity i need hardly say i suppose that they only deigned to maintain the most monstrous kind of paradoxes they employed all their powers of imagination to make themselves as ludicrous as possible and all their powers of reasoning to assert the contrary of common sense all the better for them i do not like to see young folks too rational the student of medicine after glancing at the title of the book that boulmeillet held in his hand exclaimed what you read michelet you yes replied boulmeillet very gravely i like novels Jolie, who dominated both by his fine stature imperious gestures and ready wit took the book turned over a few pages rapidly and said 
michelet always had a great propensity to emotional tenderness he wept sweet tears over maillard that nice little man introduced la paperasserie into the september massacres but as emotional tenderness leads to fury he becomes all at once furious against the victims there was no help for it it is the sentimentality of the age the assassin is pitied but the victim is considered quite unpardonable in his later manner michelet is more michelet than ever before there is no common sense in it it is simply wonderful neither art nor science neither criticism nor narrative only furies and fainting spells and epileptic fits over matters which he never deigns to explain childish outcries envie de femmes grosses and a style my friends not a single finished phrase it is astounding and he handed the book back to his comrade this is amusing madness i thought to myself and not quite so devoid of common sense as it appears this young man though only playing has sharply touched the defect in the curus but the provencal student declared that history was a thoroughly despicable exercise of rhetoric according to him the only true history was the natural history of man michelet was in the right path when he came in contact with the fistula of louis the fourteenth but he fell back into the old rut almost immediately afterwards after this judicious expression of opinion the young physiologist went to join a party of passing friends the two archivists less well acquainted in the neighbourhood of a garden so far from the rue paradis aux marais remained together and began to chat about their studies Jélie, who had completed his third class year was preparing a thesis on the subject of which he expatiated with youthful enthusiasm indeed i thought the subject a very good one particularly because i had recently thought myself called upon to treat a notable part of it it was the monasticum gallicanum the young erudite i gave him the name as a presage wanted to describe all the engravings made about sixteen ninety for the work which dom michel germain would have had printed but for the one irremediable hindrance which is rarely foreseen and never avoided dom michel germain left his manuscript complete however and in good order when he died shall i be able to do as much with mine but that is not the present question so far as i am able to understand monsieur Jolie intends to devote a brief archaeological notice to each of the abbeys pictured by the humble engravers of dom michel germain his friend asked him whether he was acquainted with all the manuscripts and printed documents relating to the subject it was then that i pricked up my ears they spoke at first of original sources and i must confess they did so in a satisfactory manner despite their innumerable and detestable puns then they began to speak about contemporary studies on the subject have you read asboumier the notice of Courageau? good i thought to myself yes replied Gilly, it is accurate have you read said Boulmier, the article of tamassy de la roque in the revue des questions historiques good i thought to myself for the second time yes replied jaylee it is full of things have you read said boulmier the tableau des abeilles benedictine en mille six cents by sylvestre bonnard good i said to myself for the third time mais foi no replied jaylee bonnard is an idiot turning my head i perceived that the shadow had reached the place where i was sitting it was growing chilly and i thought to myself what a fool i was to have remained sitting there at the risk of getting rheumatism just to listen to the impertinence of those two young fellows well well i said to myself as i got up let this prattling fledgling write his thesis and sustain it he will find my colleague Kishara, or some other professor at the school to show him what an ignoramus he is i consider him neither more nor less than a rascal 
and really now that i come to think of it what he said about michelet a while ago was quite insufferable outrageous to talk in that way about an old master replete with genius it was simply abominable End of section seventeen